Welcome into Mama Throws Little Titan Girls Basketball here on a Saturday afternoon at the first annual A-Town Shootout. It's the MC Sport More Advanced Rehab Girls Basketball Shootout. First annual. I'm so happy that they got this put together. They have a, they've had the great Western Shootout for the boys for the last several years. I've been coming to that since, well, gosh, I can't even remember my first appearance for the boys' shootout. And now hopefully getting something started for the girls. This is... Matchup number five of the day. We've had four games, and we'll talk about those games as the uh, as the day goes along. But still, three after this one. It's an eight game day here at having the name on high school. So if you're out and about some point tonight, that's good basketball today. I'm Sean Temple alongside Brent Dugan for our first ball game today. Your your ball club will be in action to uh, cap this day off. What a great day of basketball it's been. Yeah, great day of basketball, and I know the girls have been in and out of the gym. I I kind of told them, hey, stay away from the gym. I wondered how that dynamic was yeah, working. It's kind of tough to keep them out of the gym which is a nice problem for a coach, but there's also the side of it is I don't want them to drain themselves and sit on a bleacher and, and I feel after sitting on a bleacher for 10 minutes. Can you imagine them <laughs> sitting on a bleacher? But, no, um, honestly, this is the only reason I'm enjoying this. I get talked bad about Coach Weber <laughs> for a whole hour and a half, and he didn't even know it <laughs> until tomorrow. I told you, actually, this morning I saw him at uh, – we both we both uh, have some granddaughters, and we were at uh, – we were at the uh, Mama's Kitchen Club breakfast this morning. We talked about, of course, the game and the whole day of basketball. And I told him that you were working with me the first game. He's like, oh, no. That's yeah, the first thing yeah. he said. Oh, no. Giving Dugan a microphone is not always good. <laughs> and what makes it even more interesting to me, I mean, really interesting, and it's going to be good for you folks, too, the team Mama throws those afternoon. Brussels, they're a co-op. Brussels, the Warriors. You seen them last night. They came here early, stayed the night, and played you guys last night. So that makes it even more interesting. Yeah, and you, t- you talked about how exciting the shootout is. That also brought the Friday night game to to the to the forefront because they were wanting to get a, an overnight stay. Obviously, traveling traveling two and a half, three hours, uh, they're going to get a, a double hitter in. And sure enough, uh, we said, "Yeah, we'll oblige. We'll play Friday night." And came on Saturday, and and Clever was over here last night. Uh, counted up and took a look at both teams probably because we got them next week. Sure. So, uh, obviously, he's going to be taking a look at us, but also Calhoun, who he has today. Yeah, I, it's very similar to the boys' shootout last year. The Great Western Columbia came and was a part of the uh, shootout. And then Mama Throws will play Columbia the night before, the boys, and then uh, and then they just stayed the night and came here for the shootout. It's very similar to that. Bringing teams to town, I like it. Yeah, and Reed Kelso did a great job setting this up. First year, he got great matchups throughout the day. Um, I know the first game of the day didn't probably turn out to be an eye-opener as far as how, how it, the outcome of that game came came about. But other than that, it's been nice matchups throughout the day. Uh, I, I would expect the same same in this game and, and throughout the rest of the day. Just got done with a really good one, folks. Aurora Central Catholic defeated Sherrard. Aurora Central Catholic was 8-2 coming in. The Sherrard Tigers were 6-2 coming in. Uh, good ball game, and Central Catholic wins that 62-55. to So good precursor for this one. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm thinking for the rest of the day it's going to be some nice basketball. Uh, I know uh, the game after this is Macomb and Morton. That's going to be a hustle game, and obviously Morton's just a bigger school. Probably on paper looks better than it. they're a tough team to match up sure. all together. But then you got Pure Notre Dame playing Camp Point Central. They wanted each other. They wanted to play each other. So uh, obviously we obliged that. And then of course we play Evergreen Park. They have 980 some students in enrollment. Uh, we have 225 or something like that. So our their first hour class is our enrollment. <laughs> that's, is what, that's what I told our girls. But uh, no, it, we're looking forward to that too. We're gonna, we don't play some competition. We won't play the, the likes of Calhoun, who has been a tough program in the past. Had a great year last year. Actually, 
actually took Oakville to, uh, I think, a four- or five-point game in, in the sectional title game, and they Oakville went on to win the state championship. So there are no slouch, that's for sure. Yeah, coming up the 25-9 and nine season for what I found for the uh, Warriors. They are now uh, sitting at 5-2 and two with the loss to your ball club last night. Congratulations on getting a win over these Yeah, players. we were uh, real excited about that. They, they bring a lot of height to, the, to their game, and, and that was going to be troublesome for us. Uh, however, our quickness, I think, countered that a little bit. And honestly, I was really proud of the girls. They couldn't have played a better game. Uh, we had a struggle on Monday, and we cleaned up some things really, really quickly here in the, in the, ne- in the next five days. So uh, we've had one bad half of basketball. As a coach, i got to talk about that, unfortunately. Of course. But, that's what but, coaches uh, remember is yeah, the one bad half. The one bad half. But <laughs> other than that, I really am proud of the girls. And really playing. They're, they're catching on to some of the stuff I'm going to do. And, and that's always exciting to see. And we got a couple outstanding scores. So. Uh, that also brings a lot to this game and, and, and what we kind of what we can show our fans and our crowd. This Mama Brozo Ball Club coming in at four and five. They haven't been under five hundred for quite some time. I haven't done the surgery on, but it's been a little while since they've been under five hundred. Uh, they went three and one at the Robo Williamsville Ridgewood tournament, so they got out of that in pretty good shape. Second place got got knocked out by, or got knocked off by West Central and, and Shelby Bowman, who's having a fantastic year. She's going to go over two thousand points today. I think was the plan today. today. Yeah, unless there's something. Unless there's a defense out there that can stop them. <laughs> I, I haven't don't seen see one that. yet. I don't see that. <laughs> one yet. Uh, and that loss there kind of sent them on a little bit of a tailspin. They lost to Riverdale, uh, 57 to 41 by 16. Lost to Weathersfield. A couple of good balls from Riverdale Weathersfield, 51 to 39. Did get a win over Erie Provincetown and uh, dropped one to Allman, another solid ball club. I think one loss Allman by six points, and then just are coming off a Tuesday night loss on the road, 51 45 to Morrison. And I say on the road because they have an incredible stretch, folks of their first 19 out of 20 ball games from the shoebox at Mama Thurzel High School. First nine. Yeah, and have that kind of – and that's an unusual discussion. Let's just Very be, unusual. be honest. Unless and, this is Chicago Bulls on this trip. And that's just something you, you – know, you don't want a girl from Northridge riding on a bus because, I'm sorry, that can lull you to sleep. It takes a little bit of adrenaline out of your body. And now as a coach and a player, you got to get up for the game and – we're just kidding. It's a kid's game. You should be able to do that. But I'm still saying it takes away. I remember those days. I know it's a long time ago, but I remember those <laughs> days where you had that long bus ride. Okay, 35 minutes. It seemed like a long It long was long ride. back in those days. But, but my gosh, it just it felt like it took a lot of life out of you. And I don't know how to explain that any than that, but <laughs> as a coach, exactly we it. don't like it. As a player, I understand it. Right. Uh, the good thing is they got eight of their last ten at home, but that's way down the road. And hopefully they can survive this stretch. Well, I got a chance to talk to head coach uh, Scott Weber here on the uh, pregame show. We'll come back with that in 30 seconds. Joining me on the pregame show before every mama throws the Titan girls basketball game. You guys have been on the road. This is tripping a while, isn't it? This is almost like a home game. Up for about a 25-minute drive, so we feel good coming over here. Uh, last time we had you on the air was the championship game way back when in the Thanksgiving. Been on the road since 19 out of your first 20 on the road. Uh, it's just unprecedented as far as I'm concerned. But tell us how things have been going since we saw you at the Christmas t- or the uh, Thanksgiving tournament. You know, we continue to struggle a little bit with, with just execution. Uh, there, there's sorts of games in four, six, seven minutes where we play awesome, uh, but there's a lot longer periods of games where we play brain dead, I guess I should say, that we just don't execute. We uh, have silly turnovers, have empty possessions, and you really can't have that. We've been in a lot of games. You know, we've lost the last couple games by four or five points. 
putting in them. But when you have empty possessions and turnovers, it, it's hard to recover from that. Yeah, you've been on the road, so I've had a chance to see you guys uh, play online, which is which is fantastic. Get the chance to see whoever you want to see online if you're not able to make it to the game. And, and you're right. Well, I tell you what, I see you guys play some really good basketball, but those stretches are just the, the stretches are outweighing the good stretches right now. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and a lot of that has to do with right now that. Um, we've got a lot of individuals, and we've addressed that. We've talked about it. We're working on it. doesn't fix it overnight, but when we start playing as a team, as a unit, you know, instead of this girl, that girl, and the other girl, we're going to be a lot better, but it, you don't want to hit the pain of butt. We're, we're, we're nine games, 30-game season, so uh, we've got time to fix it, but that time's coming shorter and shorter, so we're working on it, and we, we feel good about where we're going to The patience has to match the process, doesn't it? The top, which is me, doesn't have the motivations. That doesn't really lead to a good equation. <laughs> what have you been doing well then on the good, good strip? Well, defense has been really good. We've been able to rotate. We've been able to our people do defensively. And uh, that's helped us a lot because that's just been a really good set. That's been the key. X's and O's wise, okay, looking at the other side. X's and O's wise, what, what's been the bad stretches made with? Uh, trying to force the ball into people that aren't open, you know, and having that unforced turnover, you know, not executing what we want to do. We, we've we got, obviously, the first look, but then, obviously, there's a second and a third option off of everything we run. We're not getting to a second and third option. We want to force the first option, whether it's there or whether it's not, and that's something we've got to get better at. Got a chance to see the Jordan Calhoun team play last night. Uh, co-op with Brussels, I have found as well. Harden Co-op Brussels Warriors. Got a chance to see them last night a little bit. Pretty quality ball club. Really good. You know, I saw them last night. They're long. They're athletic. I think they go six foot six one, five nine five nine five nine as their starters. Uh, program's been really good. They've won a regional the last couple of years. Um, play good as a team. Those that can shoot, they got. That girl, you know, one of the six foot girls plays their point guard, and she crosses half court. She's, she's in range, so we've got to do a good job taking care of that. But uh, they're solid, and they're going to execute what they want to do. What have you seen? Maybe you guys might be able to do well against them. Well, we just we'll go back to what I just said with our key defense. You know, I think we can get out, we can pressure them a little bit. They struggled last night with some pressure, so we're uh, trying to get up and guard them and and see if they can handle them. And if we get some turnovers, we get down out and run a little bit. Uh, you, you guys, uh, you mentioned already had some issues turning the ball over, but you also turned other teams over. So maybe that'll maybe that'll come to fruition today. It's key, you know. Our 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 issue is is that we're creating a lot of turnovers, but then we're turning it right back. And so when we get a turnover, we take more advantage of it. And we we played it my whole career coaching, and we're going to continue playing up tempo game. We've got to make better decisions with turnover, so it's not a turnover-turnover situation. All right, Coach, talk afterwards. Good luck. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, Coach Scott Weber with the Mono Throws Little Titans. We'll be back here on the pregame show. Welcome back to Abigail Avon High School as we get our first coverage of three games from the MC Sport Moore Advanced Rehab Girls Basketball Shootout here from A-Town. Starting lineups being announced right now. And our Kellogg pregame show, Kellogg Printing Company Incorporated, has been on the public square in Mama since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. Brent Dugan and I broadcasting from the Victorious Furniture Broadcast booth. Quality furniture at an affordable price. Located in Mama, Illinois, and the game, as always, brought to you by the United Way of Greater Warren County for 100% of your donations during the 
our communities. Your pregame coaches interview is brought to you by Mammoth Permanent Realty. You're ready to buy or sell your home listed and get it sold with Mammoth Permanent Realty. Call them at 734-6600. The Warriors win the tip. We'll get your starters as we go along here. With the basketball is Sadie Keel. Loses a handle on it. Loose on the floor. Carmen Houston dives on the floor trying to gain possession. We'll go to Mama Grozel. Good hustle in the gate. Yeah, and Coach Weber talked about that. He's got a pressure to go a little bit. I, uh, we, well, uh, you know, the, the coaches do talk out there <laughs> a little bit. And we talked about just uh, the pressure that you cause to give them problems. And don't let their big get into the thing. Tighten off. It's been very methodical. Uh, they haven't gotten in any rush. You know, Coach Weber likes to run, but only when they're able. And there's there's talk on the getting in the lane again. Wow. There's a lot of oh, so long inside. We had a lot of problems with that last night too. They got some blocks on us and on any drive penetration that we had. So uh, I'll get your starters to you folks here. For first for the Warriors, they start Gracie Cross, a five nine senior. Claire Hagen, a five nine senior, Sadie Keel, a five eight sophomore. And there's a shot. Drain Gilman. Gilman with the shot. She had tw- she had twenty two. Last night against your ball club. Don't remind me. Average yeah. is 15. So the average is 15. So that's still pretty good. Yeah, she's a player. Probably tried to isolate her in sort of a high-low game here. Uh, uh, with the girls, it's a 6-1 junior. And Gilman, the one who just scored a 6-foot junior. So they go 5-8-5-9-5-9-6 foot. I'm with Rose. Mia Reynolds in the starting lineup. There's a missed three-pointer rebound by Carmen Houston. The senior for Mammoth Rose, also Brianna Hooter, driving and missing the shot. Nice take there by Mia Reynolds, though, in the starting lineup. The Titans today. Also starting is uh, Junior. Along with Tiana Taliba. And there's getting the passing lane is Brianna Woodard. Got that right hand pretty well taped up. Stops and scores. The steal is by Brianna Woodard. Good job reading and, and you know, allow them to reverse the ball and they get better off. And obviously, Bree out there guarding that lane and getting a tap out and easy bucket. Our starting line is brought to you by your mom at Harry McDonald's. Now, these are available at your local McDonald's. They entered into the post. Out on the shot was Gracie Kloss. She'll go to free throw for her first free throws of the game. And Brianna Woodard is going to pick up her first foul. Should we apologize just in case we start talking football temple? But you and I are last, you know, just a month uh, off the season, man. Mom college football. And, fun season of Mom yeah, college very, football. Yeah, very, very fun season. They ended it the right way, too. That was, that was even better. Listeners are probably tuning in this afternoon, driving somewhere going, what, did Mom college play? I didn't know they were even on. <laughs> they were on the channel going, we don't want to listen to those guys. I just have the fall. <laughs> One out of two free throws for Gracie Claus. Well, she's on the uh, she's in the scoring column, and it's three two, Harden Calhoun. They swing it to Brianna Woodard on the left wing. Man to man defense here by the Warriors. They play man to man. Perfect on our two scores and the last one dribble fed some others and and left too many people open honestly. And I, again, uh, the team that uh, I'm coaching is starting to get it now. So. We had the girls that score for 20 points a game, but then the others kind of contributed last night in and, and, and major ways, not just scoring, but did, did some good things and got them open. Carmen's without a shoe here. Blue, blue attire. <laughs> she got a nice entry pass in the lane. It was a contested shot. He had a couple of Warriors all over. She found a way to get it in the hoop, but then lost her shoe in the process. 
three, it's four, three Mama Roseville. Yeah, I'm anxious to see how that Carmen Houston matchup's going to be tonight. That's a good shot by Alter Gilman. You to watch her. Gilman can shoot it. Had two threes last night, 22 points, and averages 15 and seven on the season. The six, the six foot junior. Oh, and nice. Teams have to deal with her. And Talibaba gets in the lane, misses the shot. You know, and, and Talibaba did a great job there faking that dribble handoff. But again, when you got size in there, it just kind of it's a contested shot, and it's hard to get around. And 34 got the mic to her. Um, Zippert. Is that what Zippert. 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 She. Tall and her arms are attached to her body. <laughs> and say. that makes her even taller. I'm looking at Gilman. She's got the same thing. She's got really, really long arms for a six one or a six foot junior. Holy cow. Yeah, and Gilman and, and her are both juniors. Yeah. That's that's teams they have to deal with her all next yeah. year as well. Yeah. I might have to look at that matchup next year and say, hey, we need to get somebody else. <laughs> it's this four, the Warriors. Six. Houston with four. Woodard with two. Woodard on, on that. Taped up. Bree's doing an excellent job. Um, Zippridge. Zippridge. Say that again. Zippridge. Where's the name at? Zippridge. From the alpha. I agree. I should know her name as much as she scored on numbers. <laughs> you coaches just know numbers. Numbers yeah, and maybe exactly. like hair exactly color. Right. The blonde 15, that's what I remember. Left elbow, nice shot. Houston pulls up in the Ooh, a lot of contact. No call. Here Warriors on the rebound. Contact there. Ooh, and there's a stutter step. and up throwing it away, so ball don't lie there. I thought maybe she might have traveled there. I should get passed off. You're exactly right. She looked like she traveled first and then shoot out of the shoot out some of the fishing. Keep this thing on. Six six Titan basketball. Three minutes left. It's Tali Bob. Gets the screen. Gets base. Donna Woodard. Drives in. Well, that will Reynolds start in the uh, starting hunt. They've been a nice day. Still got a blown tire. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The problems with her shoe for some reason. Timeout take a head coach in his ninth Warriors. Good mom with water back in 30 seconds. For having an Avon High School. He's back on the floor following the Harden Calhoun Brussels Warrior. Left wing is Gracie Claus. Little entry pass, good cut, and missing the shot is Stella. Time for the Warriors. Looks like she got hit on a lot of contact. They're letting them play today. Yeah, they are. Pass lane is getting a foul on the shooting foul on the. uh, it's one of those balls that uh, the basketball just kind of squared away there and got. Uh, and she knows what to do. Uh, got a foul. Houston, uh, I think over 70, her first uh, two years playing varsity basketball. 
this is the first one here, so I'm ready for her to grab the other side things. I'm not gonna lie to you, but been I know your mama's listening and they're saying, Well, what the heck are you talking about? She's just a that's a compliment to her, honestly. Yep. Yes. There's been one of the two. There was Riley and then Carmen. It was like a six year stretch there of Houston. Ooh, nice give and go. And the shot is made and taking a shot with Sadie Keel after the shot. And well, no foul call, so this pull the bucket there, first bucket for Keel. Eight seven Warriors. Which we always say no blood, no foul, but I'm I'm watching uh one of the Calhoun girls over there has got blood coming out of the nose. So. <laughs> it's got to be a foul then, right? <laughs> Good move. And getting in the lane by Tommy Baja finds Houston and gets the uh, to go. But now Tommy Baja gets a steal. Try to go coast to coast. And he fouled as she gets the ball oh. taken away from her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. on three there. Might have been a good idea to back down. That's back Coach now. Weber's uh, game plan. Just push the ball a little bit. Always. Uh, uh, they're doing a nice job on the help here, Mom Roosevelt, and having a tough time. For sub in for Titans. Shot missed by by the Warriors. Braylon Lamming in the ball game misses. Still loose on the floor. Had a couple shots at it there. Out to She's on the run down the right sideline. Going to be fast. Before this is before she turned the ball over, I think. Well, I like, yeah, I think that's good. And I, you know, like I said, I thought Coach Weber we tried to do last night, get it out and run a little bit and use our athleticism against some of their bigs and try to make the bigs get up and down the court. Sounds easier Doesn't on, on the side than it does down sure by does. the chairs trying sure. to coach that up. You know. Oh, yeah. were never no, there. we're never Talibah gets in the lane, misses this shot, rebounded to Hunter. She takes it up at the block, out of bounds by Ziprich. A couple good shots there by Titans in the, in the paint, though. Ziprich does that. Comes from that weak side and goes a shot out of bounds. She's just a tough person to. Oh, Talibah misses a three. Got to do that, doesn't she, Sean? I mean, she's got to stretch the defense, and obviously she's not the one going to hit those shots, but. If those shots start going down, Miles Roseville becomes a lot better team. If she's not a terrible shooter. No. Range nine out of thirty-five. That's twenty-six percent. But you could like oh, yeah. and absolutely. Warriors three-point shot from the left wing is no good. Rebound just falls right to Sadie Keel, and she's going to be fouled. Offensive rebound there by Keel and the Warriors. Miami last night who just took shot uh, before that rebound. Kyle Keel. Um, she had a, had a ball last night, Sean, that landed on the back of the rim and sat there for like a half, well, it seemed like two minutes, but a half second and rolled in. I'm like, that is that is our luck. You know what I mean? As a coach, you shouldn't have. Great defense. You got the. Um, yeah, everything I wanted there. And except that shot goes in. Free throw. Second, the second free throw made by Keel. So it's 9 7, 21 seconds. You're talking to a Sixer fan. There's no. There's no. Longer bounce off a rim than I had against Toronto in the playoffs back in uh, whatever oh, yeah. year it was. So I know exactly how long Matt yeah. can take. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I do know what you're talking days. about. Yep. It sure did. <laughs> I didn't know you were still bothering me. Holy cow. <laughs> We get it into Tali Ball on the corner. It's a screen from Woodard. Into the lane. 
I think it's going to be on the floor. So the Titans will get 34. That's going to be zip in a second. No. That's why I was kind of. Coach Sullivan's not getting at it either. No. Now Coach Sullivan's got to get her out. Into the ballgame comes Kiara Seavers. Uh, she didn't reach, and that's what they called. And he, as a coach, you get frustrated with that sometimes because you're sitting there going, well, she moved her feet, she did everything she was supposed to, and called for a reach. Reach second shot at the buzzer. Kind of. To my boss. It's a deep three. That's how the first quarter will end. 9-7. We'll be back here at having Avon High School. Back here at Abbey Dave on High School, it is Titan basketball to start the second quarter, get a shot miss and a rebound by the Warriors. I'm Sean Temple, alongside Brent Dugan. Brent, your thoughts there on that first quarter? Well, you know the first quarter is uh, obviously in the books, but what I like to see is um, getting that full court game with Mom Roseville and Montalvaja get down the court, try to get some easier buckets, especially against their bigs. And I think uh, for the most part, Coach Fulton's got to be happy with that. Didn't get some shots to fall, but. Um, over the course of this game, you got a little, Calhoun's a little bit foul trouble here uh, with Zipperich uh, on the bench right now. And I see that Calhoun went to a 2-3 zone to start the second quarter. So let's see how that go- that goes for uh, Calhoun here and, and Mom's Roseville in their offense. Led to an open three there by Tommy Ball, who misses it. Mia Hunter gets the rebound back to Tommy Ball. She misses again. High bounce off the rim. Picked up by Houston as she's going to be fouled on her way to the basket. Boy, she did a great job of boxing on that backside uh, board there. She earned that. Uh, free throw, I guess, in this case, attempt, but she did a nice job boxing, boxing out the Calhoun team on the backside. Kara Seavers, that's her first. That's the third team foul in the first minute of the second quarter. A few folks that haven't tuned into a whole lot of high school basketball yet this year. Um, the new rules is so very similar. It's just like the NBA and women's college basketball for five team fouls per quarter. The fouls reset at the beginning of each quarter. After the fifth team foul, you get to shoot free throws. The jury's still out on that. I don't yeah, know. I'm with you. I don't know yet if I like that or I don't. Last night I did because we were shooting at the end, but <laughs> sometimes that uh, doesn't always go your way, you know. A couple of free throws there by Carmen Houston ties this thing at nine. Our free throws are sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. Missed. A little contested layout by Keel, rebounded by the Titans. Can't take a lead here. Also, our officials tonight sponsored by Kehoe Eye Care. And Mammoth and Gelser, make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. Good time to ring them up with three fouls here in the first minute. Right. <laughs> double. I mean, the Titans shooting, not, not a great percentage, 58%. But if you're struggling to score, I'll take some free ones anytime. Yeah, that's the reason we call them free. Tollyball takes a three this time from the left wing. Back to the top of the key and unforced error. And here comes that's Keel with the steal. And she gets the wow. shot to go. Nice shot there by Sadie Keel, contested layup. Good hustle by the Titans to get back on defense, and she finished it anyway. Keel uh, did a nice job defending our uh, freshman guard last night. She does an excellent job on ball defender. And obviously, they're here in the 2-3 zone, and she's still very active. Good ball move by Mama Rosal around the arc and a skip pass and an entry pass into Woodard draws another foul. That's two on Kira Sievers. Well, that's well, the fourth team foul here of the quarter already. Kira Sievers did a nice job there, but Bree did a better job going to the basketball, earned that call or got that call. Yeah, there's Keel again. 
Yeah, Keel with the steal. She's going to take it in for the layup. That's the second straight steal and layup by Sadie Keel. And what stinks is that, you know, Coach Weber can't be happy with that because that's out of the two, three zone that they're playing, so it's not a lot of defensive pressure. Timeout taken by head coach Scott Weber. It's a 30-second timeout. We'll step aside take a break ourselves. This is a Tickham's Electric timeout. They specialize in generators to help you keep the power on during outages. Lord knows in the Monmouth area we could use some of those. Call Randy at 335-3034. We'll be back. Back on the floor, both teams following the timeout. Another near steal by the Warriors. Boy, they got they're active with the with the hands. They get in passing lanes and three pointer in and out, no good by Emma Robinson, who's checked in. Titans get the long rebound to Taliba. Three balls. You got to make one here and didn't get it to go. Boy, she's she's due for one and a steal in the backcourt by Carmen Houston, who dives on the floor. That's gets what rid you of like with Carmen. No, that's still on the floor. Houston still battling some girls. Puts it up oh. and there's Keel. On the run is, is Keel misses the layup this team time, but there for the cleanup is no good by Audrey Gilman. Ooh, that's a hell of a. That's going to go to the Titans. Boy, did they catch a huge break there? They sure did, and, and you do you you do have to like what Carmen's doing right now. I know the the team's struggling a little bit offensively, not just in this game, but has been for a couple weeks now, and and she's down on the floor trying to get loose basketballs, and that's what that's all you can ask for your leadership. Titan basketball in the lane is Houston draws the foul. Yep, I'm going the hoop, guys. <laughs> she was going to draw a foul there. <laughs> she had that look in her eye. I've seen it before. That's the third foul on Kira Sievers. So Sievers now with three, Zippers with two, and the Titans are in the bonus now with 428 to go. This might be the earliest I've seen anybody get in the bonus. Well, the only thing is the new rules. You got a 5'9 sophomore coming off the court and foul trouble but you bring a five nine sophomore back in so I don't know yeah. again I don't know talent level right. there as much as maybe I do um if they were more in the area but sure but uh don't they don't lose in height that's the, they just keep bringing big after big after big after and a steal in the backcourt following two free throws a lot of contact not there Woodard gets the rebound and she's going to draw the foul and if that is that's Gilman. Gilman that'll be her second so the two bigs six one Kate Zippers with two fouls, and now Gilman with two fouls, a six-foot junior. And Gilman's got her hands up like, what did I do? And I have to agree with her on that. She stayed pretty vertical, straight up and down. And oh, They always throw the, the lines at us with the rules. Rule verticality. I hear it all the time. And, <laughs> and they don't but, call it. They don't know what the rule verticality is. <laughs> and referees talk. Well, coaches talk that about, way about referees. Sure. Guess what? They're in the back room talking about how the coaches don't know anything. <laughs> you see that coach wanting that call? Yeah. Can't believe that. Yeah. He doesn't even know what rule verticality is. <laughs> And Woodard misses both free throws. That Couldn't tie the ball game up. Oh, and Keel drives and draws a couple of defenders. Kicks it out to the three-point wing. Braylon Lamy misses it, but the rebound comes all the way out to half court, and she gets her own rebound. Back to Lamy. 13-11. Warriors with the basketball and the lead over Mama Roseville. Kilman gets in the lane, kicks it back out. She's going to draw a foul on her oh, way into the lane. touchy right now. Yeah, it is. And... Oh, got one. Just oh, a warning, a warning from uh, for Coach Weber. Uh, it's going to be a foul on Mia Hunter. I okay. got her for two. I must have put one from the wrong. Yeah, they got two on the board out there. So. Coach Owen's a pretty smart coach here. He's got to put his bigs in to get this shot right here. And just creeping over the edge of the room. With I, I had dreams about that one last night. <laughs> 
got to trust your players here, and you got two juniors out there with two fouls each, and either one of them getting a foul, foul is going to be in trouble. Loose on the floor. The Titans pick it up after a, after a missed shot. Now we got three seconds in the lane. How <laughs> close Weber says, I just got warned. And a call that you don't see a whole lot in basketball. He gets the three-point call against him. 15 to 11, Warriors. It is. Warrior basketball with 3.40 left here in the second quarter. And a pretty good one. Been no more than a four-point stretch. I don't think anybody's led by more than four yet, I don't think. No, I think you're right. It's been 13-9, 15-11 type game here. And... Warriors, good ball moving here on this. <clears throat> well, that's the longest, most movement I've seen so far out of the Warriors. In the ball game is in Oswald, a 5'8 junior. On the fourth from Mama's Rose, Carmen Houston, top down to Tommy Baja. Also, Emma Robinson guarding the uh, shooter Kloss there, trying to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar sky. She did, and if she would have hit the, the cutting difference there, it was wide open on a nice little cut. But obviously, like you said, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar entered the, entered the <laughs> building here to make that little move. Hunter drives baseline, doesn't get it to go there. Houston to get the offensive board, picks it up. Drives in and going to draw foul. Very aggressive move there. I like I like to see that by Houston. Oh, it's going to go. I was wondering who that was going to be on. Hagen, that's her second. If that would have been Zippers, that would have been her third. And I'll tell you what, Zippers would have got that foul because she did a great job just staying. And I told you before the game started, it's her length just in, in the body itself, and then she puts her hands up. And it's really an incredible reach there. A couple of free throws here, sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rocks and dirt and green only needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. Houston had made her last five. And misses one and gets the second one to go. So they got it down to a three-point, one-possession game here. That is uh, Carmen's sixth free throw of the ballgame. She's six of eight, sitting at ten points. Just her and Brianna Woodard, the only ones in the scoring column for Mama's Roseville. And Woodard only has two. Yeah. yeah um, it'll be interesting here to see. You got Gilman, and tell you what, don't leave her open. She'll step out and hit another one. That's her, that's her second three of the game. Audrey Gilman, the six foot junior, just shooting threes. 18 to 12. Now we do have a six point lead. Oh, she's about got a third. Whew, she about got a Houston third. somehow picks up the loose ball, gets it to Brianna Woodard. Woodard with her fourth point. Good shot in the middle of the lane there. Good rise on the jumper there. Keep those uh, <laughs> zippers and Gilman at bay. Here comes Zipperich in the lane. Travel, travel call. She tried to try to get to a stop on the pass out from the wing and couldn't quite get the feet set. Holy Mahoney in the game for Mama Roseville. Boy, Coach Hiller just trying to get through this half uh, with the Gilman and Zipperich on the, in a little bit of foul trouble, two fouls. He's want to get him yeah, get him in the second half without three. I kind of hide him in the back row of that uh, two-three zone, but. If you could get the ball into Houston, let her go right at. Another shot missed by Taliba. Rebound missed by, by Woodard. But her rebound of a missed shot by Lily Mahoney. And Mahoney's going to go to the free throw line. She's fouled on the putback. That's two fouls on. Oh, no. That's 24. There we go. He had 12 up there. And so I already had her for two. Mm-hmm. First free throw is good by Mahoney. So somebody besides. Woodard and Houston's in the scoring column. There we go, yeah. We, tough, you had a tough job there for the whole first quarter, right? <laughs> two big scores right down here at the bottom. One out of two for Mahoney. Misses the first, or makes the first one, misses the second one. So it makes it 19-15. to 15. Warrior lead with the basketball. Oswald 
to the right elbow, now in the corner to Keel. Top of the key, almost getting the steal, was Mia Reynolds. That allows Gilman, uh, the, the uh, chance there of getting the steal, allowed Gilman to drive by her and get in the lane and take a little floater. Ten points for Gilman, 20 to 15. He did that last night. It's like, oh, man, I didn't even realize she just scored those ten points. Houston on a nice take gets it to go. Kind of circle around the hoop, hit the, hit the backboard maybe a couple times there. Yeah, she did a great job getting the hoop right there. And then hustles back and gets uh, defending uh, defending Oswald there on the post. Back out with 110 to go. We'll see if Coach Hillman wants to play for one. I wouldn't think so, for sure, not with this much time left. Gilman misses a shot. She's looking at the officials. She thought she might have gotten some contact there. I wouldn't necessarily disagree with her, however. No. This game has been pretty good. And to Woodard. Nice entry pass from Talibah. Woodard, nice steal. Nice steal there by Woodard. Yeah, nice steal. And, and obviously going against Gilman, will put it right up against her and see if she can get that third foul on her. Titans got it down to nine. A little full-court pressure here following the make. Oswald in the corner for the Warriors. Drive, spins on Houston. And ooh, nearly getting in the passing lane again was me around. Gilman back to Oswald in the corner. Down to 22 seconds. Warriors up one. There's a steal by Taliba. She makes this layup. The Titans will have their first lead, I think. Taliba makes it. Nice little run here from Mount Roseville, and it's all been because of guard pressure. With eight seconds to go, as Coach Gilman or uh, Hillen decides not to use a timeout, down to three, down to two. Shot up and no good. The Titans will take a 21 20 lead into the half. That was a good final, I'd say, minute, a good solid minute there for Mount Roseville. Yeah, and they did it while, you know, Zipperich was out and Gillen was still in foul trouble. So we'll see how that continues. If they can get those girls in foul trouble, you got a better advantage uh, going to the hoop and, and getting those bigs out of there. We will come back in three minutes with a halftime show sponsored by LMP Insurance Agency. We'll be back. Welcome back to Abingdon Avon High School as we're at the uh, halftime of our first of three broadcasts here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network today from the Great, uh, great Western shootout. That's next week. I had the shootout. I was going to talk about that, too. The MC Sportmore Advanced Rehab Girls Basketball Shootout. First annual shootout here. I know, Brent, you uh, you uh, have a big association there with uh, one of your sponsors, MC Sportmore. Yeah, I've heard of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, Advanced Rehab does a nice job uh, with this. It has in the past a great Western mm-hmm. shootout. And obviously, with the girls' side of things, we're getting that kicked off this year. And, and uh, Mr. Kelso and the gang put a nice little tournament together and, and of course MC Sport wants to partner up with Advanced Rehab and, and do these kind of things in the community. Uh, much like radio, right? We want to help mm-hmm. out as much sure. as we possibly can and and brings eye brings eyes to not only advertising for MC Sports, but also it's a nice thing to kinda of honor and, and sponsor because you, you can't get a better day of basketball and I've been in the gym all day today, which isn't a bad thing for me. I no. I enjoy that. But same token is it's good for the fans and locally um, to get some different basketball in here from all parts of the state. Well, the uh, the Great Western Shootout has been around for a long time, the boys' shootout, which is next weekend. We'll be here next weekend as well covering, I think, at least looking at the schedule, probably four, maybe four games. Like, we've got to check with our check with our sponsors, but uh, we, we'll have at least three or four games here next week from, uh, from having a game on high school. And it's been a good day of basketball today. The game started with Orion beating Bushnell Prairie City 64-22. to I know Bushnell Prairie City, boy, they've, they've had it rough. They've had several games where they've just scored single digits. Yeah, they've had it rough. We we had them for the first game of our, our season, their second, and they, they struggled to score, and they, they're 
I'll tell you what, they were playing hard this morning. I mean, that's a 9 a.m. Yeah, 22 uh, points. That's pretty good for that's them. That's pretty good for them. And they, they had some they, – they did some different things. So, obviously, uh, the coach is there coaching them up and doing what he can to put them in a successful position. Second game was North Fulton over Erie Province down 51-36. to 36. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see any of that one. What did you see this morning? Yeah, you know what? North Fulton plays absolutely hard on all sides of the court, or both sides of the court with the with, uh, – defense they do some nice things jump in the lanes and then offensively i love the way they cut and move without the basketball they did they did a heck of a job today and neary Prostown, as you know is a pretty good basketball team they've come on the last couple of years mm-hmm. they've they they were really down two years ago and i know uh he was coaching them up and all those younger players right now are really doing a nice job for him now and i think they just had a little bit of a lull there late in the third quarter that made that score look a little bit different than what it actually was for three quarters that was a good ball game the uh, third game today was Knoxville over Roanoke Benson, 58-22 to by 36 points for the uh, Knoxville Blue Bullets. Uh, kind of sims, almost the same situation as Vomith Rose, though, at 4-5, and five, and you don't find Knoxville under 500 very often. But uh, to, their, to, their, to the fairness, they play in a really good Thanksgiving tournament that uh, they see some good competition. So getting out of that and then uh, getting things on track, 4-5 and five, Knoxville beating Roanoke Benson, 58-22, impressive there by the Blue Bulls. Today. Oh, yeah, and I know Roanoke might have had a one, one or two players out, but still, Knoxville did some nice things. Of course, kept my eyes on that as well because we have them later sure. in the year, and obviously 10 minutes uh, away from each other, we're, we're always kind of a little bit of a rivalry there. Um, obviously, from my playing days in Knoxville and, and going against Avenue back then, uh, now I'm on the other side of the, of the ball now, but uh, always kind of keep an eye on what Knoxville's doing, and Obviously, Dean does a great job over there with those, those young ladies, and, and they play pretty well today. They played really hard today. I actually I name-dropped you last night in my pregame interview oh, for, yeah, for Knoxville and Monmouth Roseville. Colt Jones is the head coach yeah. at the Knoxville Blue Bulls, and I said, what's going on? I said, Coach Dugan goes from, from Knoxville to Abingdon, and now you're going from Abingdon to Knoxville. What's going on with What do you have to I say said. about that? I don't, <laughs> he said, I, don't know, I don't know what's <laughs> going on, he said, but it, it's, it's – uh, seeing the other side of the rivalry, he said. There you go. And I think it's funny because uh, now I'll see people in the morning, you're wearing A-Town stuff? Like, yes, I am. I know. And, of course, I go back to Knoxville wearing my A-Town stuff. Of course. I actually gloat that a little bit. I kind of <laughs> egg that on. But, uh, yeah, it's funny how that all works out. Uh, the Jackson Kane, of course, was a uh, standout basketball player for Mama Roseville. And Mom, one of Mama Roseville's main rivals is McComb. And now he's with McComb. I know for a, for a fact that, that Jackson catches a little grief for him. He wears some black. Oh, I got a better one. Tyler Nelson's coaching at Knox with Coach Isaacson. His dad is the assistant coach for Coach Paternity at Mama. I seen Nelly last night. Actually, I had a chance to talk to him last night as well. Yeah, so. Tyler's been dodging me, and I didn't understand why. I thought uh, – I don't know. I had bad breath or something because <laughs> he goes, I thought you were mad at me. I'm like, why would I be mad at you? Because I'm coaching at, at Knox. And I said, now I'm mad at you. <laughs> now, now you gave me the reason. Now I'm mad at you. Oh, kidding. I so wasn't. He, he's going to do a great job over there. <laughs> uh, and the game just before this one, a really good one to an Aurora Central Catholic and Sherrard, 8-2 and two Central Catholic taking on 6-2 and two Sherrard. And that was a uh, Sherrard loss, 62-55. to 55. It was a good ball game to watch. Yeah, that, that's kind of starting a good run of them here. I don't see. I don't know if Aurora Christian's going to be one A two A. I can't remember how all that all falls out in the brackets uh, from last year. But man, both those teams were really, really talented teams, fundamentally sound, and and obviously Coach Swanson does a fantastic job up there. Smart. Uh, he gets his program rolling, and, and they're they're going to be tough out. And the, you watch, they'll make a little run in that one A. Uh, they'll at least a section bound team sectional bound team, and so is Aurora Christian. 
This is a good one here. 21-20. Mama Throwsville leading uh, the Warriors at the half. They were down by six with a minute, minute and a half, maybe two minutes left in the first half and ended up taking a one-point lead into the half. But following this one, we'll have Macomb and Morton on there. The Macomb Bombers at four and seven taking on uh, perennial power Morton. The uh, Lady Potters coming in at six and three. That'll be our next game. We'll have that on the air. We'll go right into that one as soon as this one is over. Then we'll get a little break. It's a good ball game, though. Uh, Peoria Notre Dame taking on Camp Point Central Southeastern. That is going to be a good one. Nine and one PND taking on CPC SE at six and zero. Oh. And then uh, my broadcast partner Brent Dugan, your your uh, Lady Tornadoes taking on Evergreen Park. What do you know about Evergreen Park? I know they're a good sized school and they have a lot of quickness uh, that they'll bring to the court that we probably won't see throughout the year. Um, and then they got a couple of bigs that we're going to have to battle against, and that's going to be the story of how we have to play anyway. We're a little bit short on that side missing brooke a little bit um not a little bit a lot of it but uh we are here at sandberg we are a little bit stronger on the uh guard side of things so we just got to play a little bit different style and and scramble a little bit more than what we have in the past and rebounding is an issue right now and we're going to hopefully get that corrected in the next week or so and i've seen progress on that that'll be our final ball game of the night with our pregame show starting at about 7 15 everything's on time here so that's going to bring it into our lnp insurance agency as both teams are on the floor for your auto home Commercial life and farm insurance needs. Contact Rachel Cutmore or Julie Martin at 734-2116. I'll get to your Save-A-Lot Foods scoring update here once we get a uh, stoppage in play. Get two more broadcasts tonight on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Shot missed. Rebounded by Brianna Woodard for Monmouth Roseville. You know, the ball with the lead for the first time. Yeah, and it looks like, uh, obviously, Calhoun, their adjustment is to come out and do a little high-low action there with Ziffrich and Gilman. Holly Ball misses another three, and she's just getting visibly flustered there from that three-point line. Got to keep shooting them, though. Todd, you got to keep shooting that ball up there. Good back cut there by Keel, and she gets the uh, pass. I didn't see who threw the pass. That might have been Claire Hagen with the pass. I think it was Gilman. Gilman, yeah, that's a, that's big to big there. That's a nice uh, – not big to big, yeah, Sadie Keel. Oh, she's pretty well, good size. <laughs> and then Zippridge was in the mix there, too, where she's kind of screening off someone. Of course, you got to pay attention to her and – what she does. Oh, there's a ball on here. Yep. Three-pointer was blocked by Gilman out on the wing. Ball's loose on the floor. Me Hunter picks it up to Woodard. Back out. Three-point shot on the way. Long two. Just a long two there oh, by foot on by the line. That's the foot on the line. That's uh, Weber kind of tapping his head like, you know, <laughs> can't we get a point, one more point? But it's I, just I, one of those, you know, sometimes you just don't see it, you know. That's a carry. Good call, man. Referee over there. Well, over by the Warriors. I kind of laughed because I, I thought we're the only team in the history of basketball that shoots with their big toe on the on the three point line. <laughs> we shoot one at nineteen eight all the time. <laughs> Titans basketball with a one point lead. Top down to Tommy Ball drives in. Little drop pass out to Hunter. Instead, gets it out to Carmen Houston who hits the. Uh, short corner jumper along the baseline. That's some nice offense there. Getting in the lane and then kicking it out. Uh, that's a good job there. Lamy's having a little trouble against this mom pressure. Picked off by Woodard at midcourt. Gets it ahead to Taliba'a. And this makes the shot. Drives floater. Ooh. Just creeping over the edge of the rim. And, boy, Tatiana Taliba'a just can't get anything to go down right now. She gets some shots. And now a bad pass. Tipped out of bounds by Monmouth Roseville. Quickly, the score here in the first half. First for the, uh, the Warriors. Seven points for Sadie Keel. Ten points for Sidney Gilman, or Audrey Gilman, excuse me. Kate Zipperich with just two points in that first half. That's that's a good job on, on Zipperich. Of course, she got herself in foul trouble, too. 
she did. And this is where you got to watch out for Calhoun. They do a nice job on that out-of-bounds play, and they got a nice look there with Gilman, but uh, on and out, that's what you got to like if you're Coach Weber and Miles Rosa right now. I think they've done a really solid job of rebounding here against this much uh, against a team that is taller at every position. Yeah. They've done a good job of rebounding tonight. Not, not, not dominating, but I think they've done a pretty solid job. No, I think you're right. I think uh, that that uh, helped us as well. We got we got to a lot of loose balls last night and caused them some. Ooh, wow! This is I think this is what I was going to say earlier. This is what Tommy Vaughn needs. She needs to get some free throws here. Yep. Get some easier shots. Get something to go down through the hoop. I uh, was uh, Tyler Finnicum for the for the Monmouth Rosewood boys has been struggling from the three point line. In the last couple of games, I happened to run into his dad on the way out of the gym. He's like, "What what do I need to tell him? To, first of all, don't ask me how to shoot. <laughs> That's the first thing I said. But secondly. Tyler needs to get himself to the free throw line. See some shots go through. Well, and I was uh, talking to Coach Weber last year, and Maddie kind of struggled there earlier in the year, uh, Gillen. Um, and I said, she's got to drive the ball and get the free throw line. She's automatic from there. And it's funny, about two games later, I see that she's, average, she's putting 20 points on the board. I'm like, yeah, she must have been getting the free throw line. Went to the school of Dugan there. Yeah. Titans with a steal after two free throws by Tali Vaughn. And yeah, a big challenge shot there by Tali Vaughn is no good. But the Titans up five now, 27-22 with Tatiana Tali Vaughn. two. Robert Thompson talking free throws. And another turnover here by the Warriors. Titan basketball. Playing some solid defense. That's where it had to be. It had to be from the defensive end. Talking to Coach Weber during that pregame interview, he said we got, it's got to be on the defensive end. has to be. Yeah, and they, they sped up Calhoun a little bit, and Calhoun's struggling because of it. Woodard fakes a drive, gets it back out against his 2-3 zone. Titans are getting some pretty good looks here. And I'm I, I'm kind of chuckling a little bit because I'm trying to figure out why they're still in the zone, but maybe it's because possibly because it's, I mean, there's a lot of shooting crooked numbers up there on the foul side. Shooting issues, too. Yeah, know, sure. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're scouting Mama's Roseville, they don't, they don't, they're not the best outside shooting team. And Tali oh, Vaughn misses another three. Loose on the floor. Woodard gets tied up with uh, Klaus, and it's going to stay with Mama's Roseville. Yeah, I mean, uh, teams, at least in our area, I mean, the scouts out, they're, they're not a great outside shooting team. Boy, really good in the paint. Yeah, really good in the paint, really solid in the paint, and it's weird how that, that uh, rumor gets... <laughs> so what Kermit used to do? Yeah. Fine. I'll just get outside the paint where I scored 90% of my points and I'll hit a three-pointer. Take that, <laughs> Temple. Farm King. Finally, we get a Farm King three-pointer. The family store in Moore since 1959. Tightens up by eight now. And another missed shot and a rebound by Houston. Here comes the Titans. Talibaba looking up the floor. Might have had Mia Reynolds there, but wisely held it. Drops it off to Woodard for the layup. Titans by ten. What a great last couple of minutes of the first half by the Titans. They were down, I want to say, 20 to, they were down six. 20, yeah, 18 20, to 12, maybe 20 yeah, to 14. Correct. So they went on a nice little run here. It's a, it's a full timeout. We'll step aside and take a full timeout ourselves. It's a cooling out of Mammoth water break. It is 32-22 Mammoth Roseville. Back here at Abingdon Avon High School for Mama Throwsville and the Harden Calhoun Brussels Warriors. Out of the timeout, the Titans got a steal. Meet Hunter made a nice steal, came down, missed a contested layoff, layup, but tipped out of bounds by the Warriors. They Look at one here. They're going to be in really good shape. What Coach Weber has to like, though, they're turning Calhoun over, so they're not even getting into the half-court offense. There's Zippers again, just contesting shots and blocking shots and making it tough on 
any drive to the hoop, you just got, and we had that luxury of Brooke Peeper down there yeah. for four years that uh, went by so quick. But when you had that luxury of the big down down low that can block shots, it's just kind of a nice convenience to the well, you can put you can put blocking calls can be on top. Oh, what a tough day for Tommy Vaughn. Just can't get a shot to fall. He had a shot just blocked by uh, by Zippers, and now picks up the foul in the backcourt, trying to take a charge. Didn't get it taken. She was close. She was. I I will say that. I mean, I know she's kind of disgusted with that maybe the call didn't go her way, but um, jumper baseline, no good. Shot missed again, and tight secure the rebound. One has been one and done for the Warriors for quite a lot of uh, quite a few game minutes here. Yeah, and then the top two players for Calhoun are not getting shot. Oh, she's still Yeah, almost got it. Uh, Houston, tough pass to Hunter along the baseline, and Hunter just had her foot on the uh, baseline before she could save it back in. So it'll be Warrior ball. And good pressure in the backcourt by Monmouth Rosalie. Yeah, this is definitely giving them some problems. Here they come. Maybe a two-on-one if they hurry. And they are going to get it up good. That could have been maybe a three-point play. And one, I agree. Yeah. That was a... Stevens gets her first point, and that allows Sydney uh, um, Sadie Keel to pick up a little token pressure in the backcourt. Get rid of it. Two hundred shot is up. High arching shot is no good. Of course, you got to get a high arch on it against against Gilman and Zipperich. Sure put did. a little extra on it. And that is a is that going to be a foul or just out of bounds on? That was a. I don't know what they call. They didn't call foul. It was a turnover of some sort. Into Siprich. It's it over to Lammy over the timeline now. Warriors are getting their offense. And the man defense here for Mama Roseville. Two minutes left, third quarter. Titans by eight. 32 to 24. Trailed by six. Midway through that third quarter. Well, there's people flopping all over the place here. In the lane and drawing a foul is going to be Audrey Gilman. Been a while since she scored. She had 10 there in that first half, and a lot of that came early in the ballgame. Yeah, and I know Coach Owen probably was close to calling a timeout on that or, or whatever just because he's like, you know what, we need to get Gilman the ball, and if we don't on this set, something's wrong. Gilman yeah. was uh, two of three from the free throw, line, free throw line last night. This is her first one here, and this is the second one. Rebound to Houston. This both of them down eight. That's a killer. Yeah, especially when we'll see if Mama throws them. Maybe he wants to. Maybe run a little clock here. We're going to get a travel call on Brianna Woodard. <laughs> She's literally two steps from Coach Coach Weber. Weber looked at her and then looked at the official. Yeah, like, I'm not sure I saw that either. That's that. That's just that's the guy that warned him earlier. That's that's his buddy there today. <laughs> <laughs> nice pass. Keel to the corner. Didn't look to shoot. Was Severs, but in and out, no good for Lammy. Rebounded by. Zipperich and she gets it to go. That sounds familiar. Zipperich on the rebound putback. What she did last night to the eight-town girls, and obviously a good time out by Weber up six. Got the lead cut down to six. 32-26 with a buck 22 to go. We'll take a 30-second break. It is a Tickens Electric 30-second timeout. We'll be back. Back here underway, following the Tickens Electric timeout, specializing in generators to help you keep the power on during out. Just call Randy at 335-3034. Shot missed by Brianna Woodard just inside the free throw line. Rebounded to the Warriors. Similar to what Monmouth Roseville did. Oh, nice give and go layup. Good to Braylon Lamy on the entry pass from the wing. 
Miami's first two points, they got it down to four. This is very similar to the end of the second quarter in reverse where yeah, you're right. the uh, Titans cut into a Warrior lead. Now the Warriors cutting into a Titan lead. And nearly it's turnover by Mama Rosal, but gathered up by Tommy Ball. And again, Bree, you know, making a driving drive on that particular play, it, it makes it tough when you're going right back into Zippers and Tillman on the other side. Nice shot. Nice shot by Bree. That puts her in double figures with 10. She well, joins Houston with 17. What Coach Woodard has to like there is – I said Coach Woodard. Coach uh, <laughs> Webb has to like there is they got a lot of touches and you got Bree with a nice jump shot. You weren't too far off. Brianna Woodard's dad is the track coach at Mahatma <laughs> yeah. College. So you weren't too – there is a Coach Woodard. There is a Coach Woodard. That's cool. <laughs> so we had him on as a – Halftime game. Interview. Yeah, or a pregame interview. Travel call on Monmouth Roseville. That will go to the Warriors now with uh, trailing by six with 2.3 seconds left. We'll see if they can get something going to the rim here. Inbound it to Keel. She'll shoot from about – she kind of got a little bit closer there. Yeah, I think so. She stopped at about three-quarters of the way from the hoop and threw one up. So that's the Titans lead, 34-28, as we go to the, the fourth quarter. We'll be back in one minute. Start of the fourth quarter here from Abbey Dave on high school. Mama throws it with the basketball. Now they turn it over on their first possession. 34-28. Six-point lead for the Titans. Good ball fake. Getting to the rim and scoring is Keel. Sadie Keel, she's got 11. She's playing a nice game tonight. Last night she was a good Mr. Defender, Miss Defender, and tonight she's showing a little more offensive output. 11 points, but four that came off steal and layup. Right. So even right. even yeah, exactly. her ugly head on defense. defense today too. Even there's a shot block as Hunter gets her shot rejected by Kate Zipperidge. Now they can cut into this four. Oh, oh that's a travel call that was missed. That's <laughs> not gonna make Coach Weber happy as he his team just got a travel call late in that third quarter in the lane. Keel with it the right elbow, left wing. They enter it into Gilman, she turns. This is the shot. Uh, goes kept it alive, though. Right to Zippers for the bucket. It's a two-point game, 34-32. There's where Gilman brings the problem. Because you want she plays at that guard position. Coach Weber talked about in the pregame. I saw it on film. Um, she's just a tough person to guard because then she can go down and post you up if you put a guard on her. Shot blocked. Uh, Mia Reynolds' shot was blocked, but somehow Woodard comes up with the basketball. It's been a nice game tonight. Along with that 10 points, she's been active in the uh, active in the paint. Oh, Houston, Good. nice ball fake. Oh. We gets her shot blocked by Gilman. Nice move. Nice shot fake by Houston. Took it right to the rack, but right into Gilman. I, you know, and I there's a lot of contact on that, but sometimes with Houston, you don't know she's the one exactly. making the contact. Exactly. Exactly. Rebound these, of a shot missed by Lammy. All these tall people we're talking about. And Lammy comes up with the rebound at five two. <laughs> right. They go, there's a bunch of five eights and five nines and six foots, and there's Lammy at five two. I could appreciate that. I'll tell you what, Gilman was hitting those shots last night. Oh, nice ball movement by the Titans to Houston. Misses a shot. She's gonna be no no foul called on that. Holy cow. And what you gotta get frustrated with there is Wow hand went up. By and I won't mention referee's name. His hand went up to call it, and he did not call it. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Now that you mentioned it, I, I did. I just see his hand in the air. Yeah, and us coaches don't know anything. 
<laughs> and the Titans will somehow, we're going to turn it over, but the loose ball goes off of the Warriors. And that's what frustrates you, too, is then, then the ball gets out of bounds. So you're like, well, referee's saying, well, it's your ball. What are you complaining about? And then you turn it over. Take the, because he's just pretty soft in the free throw line. Would have been yeah, great absolutely. to get her a couple of free throws. Titans oh. throw it away. Against this 2-3 zone, here comes Gilman on the run in the lane. Charging oh, call on Gilman. Goodness. And that'll be her third. So she has three. Also, Seavers has three. Also, actually, Gilman and Zippers have done a pretty good job of staying completely Todd out of foul trouble yeah. here. Todd did an excellent job there and taking that. Talavaha did a great job there. Titans literally clinging to this two-point lead. Getting loose and getting into the lane. Nice move by Mia Reynolds. It's going to be knocked out of bounds. Mia Reynolds. That's Rich. not fair. <laughs> right. This is a good, I mean, actually, I like what the Titans are doing. They're being very aggressive getting to the rim. I hope this the shot block today doesn't maybe extend into the next couple of games. Keep doing it. And then, you're not going to call six that foot six one. And then you call that foul, which I didn't see it. We had a different angle. Let's just call it a different angle. But that, that didn't look like as much contact there as it had no, right. four or five plays earlier. I don't know if that's maybe makeup call. I don't know, but that's the third foul on Zippert. So Zippert and Gilman were three apiece. Woodard yeah. at the free throw line makes the first one. She was over two there in the second quarter. These free throws sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. Titans up by three and up by four. Good free throws there by Woodard. A 55% free throw shooter. And that percentage is pretty close today. She's two out of four. In the lane, shot up, no good. Loose on the floor. Bodies on the floor. Travel. Oh, how's that travel? Who, who had any kind of possession on that? How does any, how did anybody have any possession on that to get yeah. a travel call on that? I don't know what a travel call is anymore. <laughs> I don't know what a travel call is when they're standing up, let alone on the ground. Three-pointer on the way is no good. And a lose on the floor again. No travel. We have a jump ball here. That one is a jump ball. The other one was a jump ball. I don't know how they call it tra- traveling on Mom's Rose over there. That's <clears throat> Warriors will make shake my head. I'll shake my head. <laughs> and Emma Robinson did a great job. And, and there's where you got to stay away from. I told Weber on on the phone, you know, Calhoun does a great job at the inbounds play. And quite honestly, they go down, throw it off your leg, and they run the out-of-bounds play. And it's, it's tough to defend when you got two bigs inside like that. Gilman shot right off, right off the inbound play. We had to stack a 5-2 girl on another 5-2 girl just to defend the out-of-bounds play. <laughs> whatever it takes, right? Yep. From the coaching realm, whatever it takes. <laughs> it is 36-34, Titans with the lead. Timeout on the floor taken by uh, by Coach Hillen. This is a Culligan of Mama's water break where your first three months on any water treatment system is only nine ninety five a month. First of three broadcasts today. We'll have the next one back-to-back here. We'll have the McComb Bombers and the Morton Lady Potters. We'll get the chance to talk to head coach Scott Weber following that game, and then we'll go right into our pregame show for that one. 4.44 to go here. Both teams back on the floor following the timeout taken by the Warriors. They're down to two timeouts left. Coach Weber and the Titans have three. Titan basketball up two, and drawing a foul is going to be Tali Check the team fouls here. Tally third. Do what she's doing right there. Just keep getting in that lane and kicking out and doing those kind of things. Moth Rose will be successful. She's a tough person to guard. Titans inbound under their own hoop. 
Swing it around the arc. Left wing. Dolly Ball. Now running the baseline is Woodard. And her pass gets tipped out of bounds. And Coach Weber, she's right in front of Coach Weber. That's the worst place to turn it over when you're standing right in front of the head coach. <laughs> they didn't turn it over. It's tipped out of bounds. But, man, right in front of the coach. Ooh, shot blocked. That's a three-pointer by Emma Robinson. Is blocked by Gilman. And somehow... She hustles her way back to steal it back from the Warriors. Titans on the run. Shot up. No good by Reynolds. Yeah, those, those are winning points right there by him. Obviously, you got your shot blocked, but she didn't give up on the play. Got back in on defense and hit the ball away from Gilman. She's a, she's a good. I'm watching her play defense right now, Emma Robinson. She's she's down in that, that, that good defensive position at all times, it seems like. And battling now with the rebound with the uh, Audrey Gilman. Saving it under, who has the old ads? You don't save the ball under your own hoop. No, no. It's going to go to. That's what Coach Weber is saying. Don't save the ball underneath our hoop. If you're going to, if you're going to do it, just grab it and chuck that thing as far as you can well, into the backcourt. And then, and then of course the kids look at you like players look at you like coach. I'm trying to hustle. You're telling me to hustle. <laughs> yes, but you can't throw it underneath the other team. Yeah, be a smart hustle. Be a smart hustle. Sure does. Titan basketball, still up two here. Still clinging that two-point lead. They led by 10 at one time, 32-22. to 22. And Now an 8-4 run has cut this to a two-point lead. And if your mom and Rosal, there's no reason to get in a hurry. Up two points. Oh, boy. There's a travel that she got away with. She <laughs> might have got away. Switched to the feet two, maybe three times. I'm not yeah, scared. that was a two-step right there. <laughs> no call. Well, how are we doing on time? I think we're doing all right on time here. Oh, and in the lane, losing the handle on it, still loose. Oh, they call kick. Yeah, Todd was trying to, I think, put her oh, I foot see, on I see top that, of yeah. it. Yeah, trying trying to put her foot on top of it. I think he could have picked, picked a kick there. Who you gonna, who's gonna <laughs> yeah, it was a good battle there in the backcourt between uh, Gilman and uh, Woodard. Now Gilman with it. Oh, a blocking call on Houston in the lane on the drive by Gilman. You know, I think that could have been a either way call for me. You know what I mean? I, mean, I got yeah. no skin in the game really, other than Coach Ward was a good friend of mine, and uh, good good play on both sides. To be honest with you, Gilman did a nice job with the cut. Houston did a nice job stepping up. Um, those two bodies colliding is going to cause some attention. Boy, she did oh, not miss three throws last night. No, she just missed two of them. She's 0 for 4 tonight. Gilman's a pretty sure line. Gilman's a good shooter. Maybe that tough game I gave him, we gave yeah, him last that's night. Exactly, she's, probably. Well, wore down. <laughs> wore down. Yeah, she's, that's I all Weber told me to yeah. do. Wear him down. <laughs> I had her for two for three last night. Now Gilman and Houston battling on the post. Couldn't get around Houston. They got to reverse it. Warriors trailing by two with the basketball, 2.40 to go, and Gilman drills a three. Another one, a third one of the night. And the Warriors have taken a one-point lead after being down 10. Yeah, that's where uh, Weber's like, did you leave the chattering court? I showed you guys. <laughs> Maybe that's what I would have been saying. saying I don't know. Now the Titans trailing for the first time this half. Had a one-point lead at the halftime break, 21-20. Got it up to 10 at 32-22. Good pass from Hunter down low to Mia Reynolds. Boy, it's just it's hard to get any shot off in the lane she against erases, this team. She erases the mistakes, and when you go under her, you better 
have a high arcing shot or shoot it well before she gets there. Well, and you mentioned it. You had you had Brooke Peeper. You had at least one big for four years. Ooh, good defense by Tally Voss. Tips it out of bounds of the Warrior basketball. But you can really tell your guards up top. You can pressure all you want because we've got somebody that's going to clean up your mistake. You are correct on that. And that's you, I, I wouldn't say gamble, but you can gamble a little bit when yeah. that happens. Here come the Warriors on the run, three on two. Uh, get one. it into Gilman, misses the shot, a lot of contact, and now we're going to have a foul on the rebound. And that's going to be on Houston. Two shots, but who's shooting? Gilman? I'll tell you what, she just saw one go through the hoop. It's interesting now. These free throws will go down with her being 0 for 4 on the day. And make that's the first usually one. the way it works. Yeah, yeah it sure is. That's sure is. One. That puts it up to a two-point lead, 38-36 with a minute 58 to go. I, yeah, was that a really late whistle? It had to have been a really yeah, late whistle because it was on. It was the ball was already off the rim before the the whistle blew. Yeah, it's I a bow, 39-36. I thought they were calling contact on the backside. Like you said, it was a late whistle. Houston on the right wing, tight trailing by three now with the basketball in a rough quarter. Just two points, both of them from the free throw line by Woodard. And Houston ties it with a three ball, 39-39. That's her second. Garn King, the family soul with more since 1959 three-pointers. She'd only made one three coming into the night tonight. One of 13 on the season that made two tonight. Makes Not that seniors one. Bringing the that was tonight. a nice release. There was no doubt about that one. I left her hand. That looked pretty good all the way through. Tingham's Electric sponsoring our timeout. We'll, it's a full timeout, but we will step aside, take a 30, and come back. Back here at Abingdon Avon High School, we're going to have a fun minute 39 left in this one. 39 two, to 39. And you got two timeouts by each team. Uh, both teams are at that three foul mark, so I don't think you have to worry about that for the next minute, maybe. But uh, it's going to come down to who, has, who executes their offense the best. And, and obviously, defense, you want to take certain things away. And I, I'm pretty sure that's what Coach White was talking about in that timeout. I'm interested they didn't pick up full court on, on that. Inbound. I agree with you. Well, and they get game. into Gilman. Foul from behind. Mia Hunter gets oh, the foul. And, down, Mia. and Mia went to slam the ball on the court. Didn't catch it on the way back up. It slipped through her hands and up over her head. To me, that's – stay away from that, ref. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's too big a game. It just, she, she meant to slam it and bring it back up to her hands, and it slipped through her hands, which she shouldn't be slamming it anyway. I, no, I, I, I agree with you. But she went to slam it and catch it because she was mad at herself. She wasn't mad at the ref. Exactly. No, she right. didn't look at the referee and say, you jerk or whatever. She, yeah. she slammed it down like I'm, I'm ticked at myself. We're not doing certain things a certain way. And yeah, I just one out of two. You just got to leave that one alone. And, I and maybe so give too. her, hey, yeah. don't do that again. Good like, point. Slap on the hand because now this has kind of altered the game. Definitely. One out of two on the foul one. shots. Yep. This is a technical shot. This is one, so she had a, she's got a chance to make three out of four. A four-point swing there would have been huge. And in and out, so two out of four. Oh, struggling at the line today. Yeah, she is, but the Warriors will get the basketball back. So you got to get the ball. There's plenty of time. A minute 24. Plenty of time. A couple no. of timeouts. With the, with the technical now, that puts you at the limit. Well, you're at the limit anyway, I guess, with the foul after that one. But shot blocked. On Gilman, but the Warriors get the deflection. Titans playing some pretty good defense here. Ooh, she almost turned it over. She almost got her hand I don't know what under the ball there by Lammy. Charge call is going to go on Lammy. That'll be her fourth, I think. So it is number four on Lammy. 
And now both teams are in the bonus for this last minute 10. Any foul will be two shots. I told you the three foul thing shouldn't play a factor. And boom. <laughs> Here we are. Three quick <laughs> fouls. And the next minute's going to be played by that, maybe. Look at the Titans. They shoot 58% as a team from three-point range. They're doing a good job of shooting it today. Long. This shot put back no good by Hunter. We got a tie-up. And it will go to the Warriors. Yep. On the tie-up between Houston. And one of the bigs there for the Brussels, or uh, Calhoun Brussels Warriors. Oh, Zippers is wide open. I don't think Coach wanted that. Two-point lead for the for the Warriors and the basketball. He's not coming up the full court. Coach only called timeout. Yeah. Oh, one of those two. Yeah, she was not. A <laughs> little difference there between that six-footer and Gilman. Gilman could have just dribbled it up herself. Yeah, she would dribble up herself. And yeah, I think if you're Coach Weber here, you're not talking about, hey, listen, Let's relax. 43 seconds is a long time, and their guard play has been a little suspect at certain positions. In fact, Lammy got a little hurried there on that charge call. Uh, let's just play defense for the next maybe 15, 20 seconds, get a quick trap if we can, and if we can't, then we got to probably put them in the foul, foul line and, and, and just kind of ride that out the rest of the game. And oh. the, re- the reverse of that is Calvin saying, hey, let them come foul us. Let's not be hurried, and let's not let's stay out of the trap zone. Uh, you talk about all that stuff, and then I call it the dum-dum line. As soon as they cross the line to go back and play, they to get the dum-dum. <laughs> as soon as you break the huddle. Yeah. All right, break. You know, it's like, what What do you say? Well, because well, Weber calls it the brain sucker. He says once they walk over the line, that just sucks their brains out. Maybe forget about what they're <laughs> That is uh, uh, looking at the free throws just today for for uh, for uh, – the uh, Warriors, let's see, two out of four. They are six out of 14 from the free throw line. Four out of ten is Audrey Gilman. And uh, what were they last night? It was few. I had it on my figures here somewhere. They were five of eight from the free throw line last night. Yeah, there's the, the trap. To, uh, your, ball, your ball club. Down to 35. And Gilman with it. Ooh, oh. Almost thrown away by. It's loose. It goes right to Gilman for the layup. Oh, what a tough break for the Titans. They did everything but secure the ball that time, and Gilman gets the shot to go. Now they're up four with 18 Hit seconds. That one, Tommy Baum misses the shot, and Zipperts clears the rebound. stolen. Jump ball will stay oh, with Woodard. 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 Roseville. As a good job by Woodard because they looked like the Warriors had cleared the rebound up four with 12 seconds left. Titans down four with 12.2 under their own hoop. They get it into Houston. Takes it right at, draws the contact, and the call came from out to the side. And not, not I've seen a lot of out-of-position Buddy calls. there on the baseline. Yeah, I've seen some out-of-position calls today. Uh, I think the ref on the side bailed the baseline ref. Our, ref I already got my line of the night because I'll get, I'll get someone that calls it from – doesn't call from the other side, and they're saying, well, that wasn't my call. I'll say, I watched it all day today. The guy from the other side of the car, uh, court called the foul. You never get your way as a coach. No, no, absolutely not. And I never get my way as a fan either. <laughs> First free throw's good, but she gets them both. Boy, her shot looks really good game. Shots. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight out of ten from the free throw line. Timeout, two oh, threes. And the two threes. And the two, and two threes, yeah. yeah. Um, who was the one that called that timeout? I think Coach Weber. I would, I would have thought one I would have been Coach Weber. Yeah. Full timeout sponsored by Culligan and Monmouth Water Break. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Welcome back to Abingdon Able. It is 43-41, Warrior Basketball. 
Arden Calhoun Brussels Warriors with a two-point lead, 43-41, with 9.1 seconds to go in the in the bonus here. So any foul will be a two-shot foul. And uh, just oh, six wide open, six of 14 this this ball game, and they finally get oh. the foul. <laughs> that might have hurt her hand. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, boy, she went down. That is that right is on uh, her hand. That is Sadie Keel coming from behind to get the foul now. Coach Hill is not going to be happy because it looked worse than what it was. Yeah, she lost more, her balance yes, she did. more than anything, but she got fouled from behind. What I didn't like is that hand was over the ball in a bad position, and that's usually – don't want to speculate, but kind of leads to – oh, she's getting up. Good job. Yeah. Out of Sydney I'll tell you what, she's had a heck of a game today. Sean. Sadie Keel. She's going to Sydney. It's Sadie Keel. But she's going to go to the free throw line. I thought, I thought you couldn't mm-hmm. do that. You might be better off. Oh, if the coach comes out, she's got to come out of the game unless she's maybe a three-throw shooter because right now, do you want her shooting with a, with a bad hand or do you want to pick somebody off your bench if you're Coach Ellen? I'd say, let's just go to the bench. You'll be fine. I'll get you back in. 6.6. Keel's first free throw is up. Short. And rims it out. So it's going to be a one-possession game whether she makes this or not. It's just two points now, 43-41 with 6.6. Keel misses the first free throw. She'll get a second. And make it a second. So now you know what you got to do with your mama. Timeout taken by head coach Scott Weber with 6.3. Well, we got to put 6.6 up. Did they get it inbounded before before the timeout? That's the question mark. If I was the assistant, like Coach Looper, and he was going to say, I need my point three. we might need it. Absolutely you might need it. You just never know, especially with 6.6 trying to get all the way up the floor. Oh, the okay, yeah. are on it. Yeah, they are. Good job by the officials. They're going to put that back up to 6.6. 6. What did you just say? Uh, <laughs> good job by the officials. Good job by you, the officials. I, I just wanted to. Good job by that official. I'll say. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to narrow it down and say good job by that official. Well, I don't, I don't want to make I don't want to be effort. that guy, Sean, but I've never heard you say good job by official. <laughs> never. No. No. Absolutely not. 44-41 with 6.6. So the Titan ball out of this timeout. This timeout is sponsored by, by uh, Tickham's Electric. Specializing in generators to help you keep the power on during outages. Call Randy at 335-3034. Also, Simulation Sports also bringing you this ball game today. Every happy gathering is successful because of the people you share it with. Perfect for small or large groups of all ages. When you're playing at Simulation Sports, there is no pressure to be an athlete. Thank goodness. Titan Bowl with 6.6. Here's Tali Ball. They need a three, and she throws it away. She trying to get it. Ooh, it's a travel call. With point six, that's enough for a catch and shoot, right? I don't know what the parameters are. Yeah, I think there's some. I think point time. two is just a tip. So it's got to be a, just a catch and shoot here. Got to be a catch and shoot. Sells it up at the buzzer, just missing it is Houston. I think she tried to buy a call too as she, she goes to, into the map. Do that with yeah, six foot two on here, one whatever. And that will be a a. Uh, Warrior win, 44-41. to 41. Titans with a tough fourth quarter. There only one field goal. That was a Carmen Houston three. And then four free throws. With only one field goal in that fourth quarter. That's what That was that led to the undoing there for the Titans. So we will take a three-minute break, come back, talk about this, get a chance to talk to head coach uh, Scott Weber and get ready for our next ball game between McComb and Morton. Back in three. Welcome back to Abington Avon High School. As we start to put a capper on this one, start the post-game show. It's the Larry's Collision Center post-game show. If you have collision damage repair, call Larry's Collision Center at 734-1949. Larry's Collision Center, professional auto body repair services 
the driver's trust. The Warriors of Harden Calhoun Brussels come back to get a 44-41 win over the Mammoth Roseville Titans. The Titans led 21-20 at the half, led 34-28 by six going into the uh, third quarter, and at one time had a had a 10-point lead, 32-22, just kind of let it get away from them there a little bit. Yeah, that 32-22, and I think that's when things kind of went awry for Mammoth Roseville. They didn't get a lot of good touches. I thought they were getting great touches to get that 10-point lead, and and uh, obviously, from a coaching side of things, there's a learning curve there, too. Hey, listen, girls, this is how you built your 10-point lead. Keep doing that. If it works, it works. Quit, quit going against what works. And then, of course, I will give uh, props to, to Gilman and, and obviously uh, Zipperich. Uh, they're, they're two outstanding players, bring a lot to the table for Calhoun and how they do things. And when that ball gets underneath the bucket for them, you might as well just go ahead and give them two points because it's so hard to guard those bigs inside and and that's what caused Mom's Roosevelt some problems. They got the ball out like I think like almost two or three consecutive times, and that resulted in that in that little bit of that swing and that comeback for uh, Calhoun. Eleven points for the aforementioned Andre Gilman. They held it at ten, and a lot of that was in the first quarter. Maybe a couple minutes into that second, sitting on ten points, he ended up with 20, 21, 11 of that. All eleven second half points came in the in the uh, fourth quarter. Just a fantastic fourth quarter by uh, by Andre Gilman. Uh, struggle from the free throw line, though. Four of ten from the free throw line for Audrey Gillen. Actually, struggled from the free throw line uh, as a team. Did the uh, did the uh, uh, Warriors? Are they going to see three of six, seven of sixteen from the free throw line for the uh, ball game for the Warriors? Uh, almost and, let that get away from themselves. And maybe that's a little bit of them being tired from last night. Maybe I don't know. They looked like they were a little short on their free throws. I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Gilman has, has a decent shot and. Obviously, her shooting the technicals, I'm, I'm sure that that's what Coach Ellen wanted, and, and she was the one missing the free throws uh, there in the second half. As we start the postgame coaches interview, brought to you by Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life, member FDIC, uh, joining us, head coach of the Mama Throws Old Titans. Well, Coach, that's a tough one, man. Just don't do enough little things right now to win games like that. You know, we, we go up 10, and the girls get content, and I, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't know how to figure it out. I wish I could figure it out. Um, I beat my head against the wall all the time, but uh, we're we're just. I, this is probably going to sound harsh for people that are listening, but as you know, I'm pretty much going to say it how it is, right? We are who we are right now. There's there's nothing nothing else to say right now. Um, yeah, we talked in the pregame interview that we go through really good stretches and we go through some bad stretches. That was a really good stretch when we got up we got up town. We got a full the tenth there at the end of the first half. And then ended up going with a one-point lead. That's the kind of toughness that, that we see a lot, but not quite enough. Exactly. I mean, and that's what we try and figure out. We go up 10, and we should have our, our foot on the pedal. We should be looking to score, looking to attack more. But, you know, I told the girls, I said, we have no energy. I mean, we're, we're in a 44-44 to 44 game. Call timeout, and the girls come to the bench like they're at a funeral. Yeah. I, I mean, there's got to be – there's not one person that, that is excited. They're all looking, they're like, ugh. And some of them are mad because they missed the shot. Some of them are mad because of this. Either way, we, we can't let things go and do the little things that, that make us win. We, we didn't change anything offensively when they had that zone and we went up 10. We, were, we had the same thing going. But for some reason, they didn't have the same thing going. Yeah, and I, I know Coach Weber is – I've been there, man. 
I've been there, and I'm sure we'll talk next week about this a little more. But <laughs> that's uh, the conversation I want to have. Yeah, over yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you better okay. have a second, never mind. Seven second beep every now and then. Yeah, never mind. But uh, I, I feel you, coach. And a couple, couple things uh, that I kind of noticed is you were getting a lot of good touches uh, there early in the third quarter, attacking the rim, and like you said, that just kind of went away because of their their inside presence. It bothered us too last right. night. Uh, you, you could do all that work to get to the rim, and here comes Ziprich and and Gilman swatting your shot out of there. But I also think just a shot fake here and there and a dump pass here and there, and now now you're scoring two and going the other way. Well, you know, since we make so much money doing this, if I could have <laughs> if I could have a dollar for every time I told a girl to shot fake and get into somebody, I, I'd be I, I wouldn't be standing for talking to you guys. I'd be on some island somewhere. <laughs> I'd be casting some rod out, and I'd be. I don't even drink, but I'd be drinking a poo-poo drink. Yeah. The, the times that they did do it, it worked. Oh, well, but there again, it, they, and, and I'm not blaming this all on them, okay, but at the end of the day, when things work, we stop doing them. Yep. And, and that's what happened. We go up 10, making great reversals, getting post-touches, getting some easy eight-foot open shots, and then we go brain dead, I guess is what I'm going to say. I, I don't know what we go, but we don't do what we need to do to win right now. Looking forward, what, what did you see you like? I know it's frustrating right now. It's obviously frustrating right now, but this, this was a pretty solid team that, that we had a 10-point lead. What, what did they do you like today? Well, when we moved the ball, you know, I, I liked it. You know, we flashed, we did things, but we flashed, and we're open so good we stopped flashing. You know, and so, you know, some of the things that we showed offensively we haven't done this year where we've done better attacking, we've done better getting reversals, getting the ball in the middle, but we've got to do it on a more consistent basis. And, and you do have to like what Houston brought to the table today. And then, I mean, you you are, uh, you know, when you're kind of in a little bit of a drought of who you are, finding some identity, you can always turn to those senior leaders. And you, I know she's had some, two or three good games in a row for you. Um, obviously, she's got to grab a couple of players and say, hey, come along for the ride. And I think she was doing that for the most part in this game particularly. And you got to like that. So I think that's what you kind of almost got to coach off of, don't you, Coach? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we, we – one of two things have to happen, like you say. She's either got to look at a couple of them and say, listen, hop on. Yeah. Follow. Or she's got to grab a couple of them and say, we're going. Yeah. Right. But there's, like we, we've talked about off there, Doogie, me and you've talked a lot. And right now, we don't have a basketball team. We have basketball players. And they all want to be individuals. And I don't think that if somebody scores 30 points, I don't think we're happy for that person. I think there's some people that are mad they did it. Now, that's whether we win or whether we lose. They should be happy whether we win 11 to 10 and they didn't score at all. And we don't, we don't have that right now. And I hate to say there's no I in team, you know, but right now that really that's defining us right now. It is. Um, I, I don't know how to make them a team. I, you know, I tell them on the court, you're, you're going to be a team off the court. You're going to do what you want, right? But right. – we're struggling with that identity, and I, I think I sent that. We're playing a Christmas tournament, and they said, describe your team. We're searching for our identity right now. Yeah. And when we find it, I feel that we're, we can be good, really good. Well, but And you still have a long season away, but, again, quarter of the season's already over. I just told the girls last night, a quarter of your season is over. Yeah. And that's just the guarantee games I'm talking about. you got a quarter of your season, and like you said, you got Christmas tournament coming up. You've got some pivotal points in your season where you say, okay, after Christmas, uh, we gotta we gotta turn it around. Uh, we gotta turn around now. In your in your case, and that's what I've been saying too, with the tough loss we had on Monday. But uh, there's different integrals of the game 
uh, throughout the season where those teams, we got to play better now and we got to start doing it now because, you know, obviously two weeks from now, we got to play better than what we have been for the last couple weeks, right? Right. And you always look at it as a coach and just keep putting that 110% up there because you never can get past 110 You know what I'm saying? It's like 110% today right. doesn't mean 110% tomorrow. Right. You just got to keep adding to that. And you keep saying, and you say it, I say it, everybody says, well, we're nine games in. Okay. Like you say, okay, nine games in, but now we're a third of the way done. Yeah. And and Looper, we had a big discussion the other day. He looked at my two seniors and he goes, look, your time's coming to an end. Yeah. You think you have all this time. You you don't have all this time. You're right. right. You know, and, and I think the world of Coach Braun at Mama's College football program, obviously he's very, very successful. And we were struggling one time and I called him. I'm like, you know, what, what's your, what would your message be? And and we used the message in the, I don't know who was here yesterday or today on their shooting shirt. It was down their sleeve. It said 1% better. And that's Coach Braun's message every day. I want you to get 1% better. And if everybody gets 1% better, it makes our team 1% better today. Mm-hmm. Now, tomorrow, we're 2%, 3%, and it, and it just it snowballs and gets to an effect where we're now we're an exponential factor better. But until we get 1% better each day, we can't get to 2%. And we're just struggling with it right now. Yeah. Coach, we will see you. We'll see you Monday night. We're going to be at Rockridge. Chance to get going. And Rockridge is a pretty good ball club. Better than I thought they were going to be this year out of the gate. That's yep. a good ball club. And you got a rival of yours is Orin. Uh, on paper, two pretty good matchups for you. On paper. It should be, but right now, I don't know if there is. I mean, you don't want to look at paper and say it's a good matchup. And I told the girls, we get on the bus and we go up there and we play like we can at times. We're going to get beat. we got to go up there and not look at Rockridge for, quote-unquote, their record or who they are. I know that Coach McDonald's going to have them playing hard. I guarantee you, Orion's going to play as hard as anybody we play. So it's no more going by last year, and I hate referring to last year because I, I do it too much and I've tried to stop and I've done better, but last year we got by by being good enough and not necessarily doing all the little things. This year we're not good enough to not do the little Margin things. Margin of error is a lot smaller. Yeah, well, and you've earned that target on your back. Uh-uh. You've earned that. We want it, Doogie, and yeah. I know you got to be careful what you wish for, right? Right. You know, I've talked to several coaches that have beat us, and they're like, well, that's the best game we played. Good. I, I don't want somebody to come out and say, oh, it's Mama's Rose, but we're going to get beat. I don't want that. We've, we've earned it. The girls have earned it, and so we're proud of that, but now we got to start recognizing that. All right, Coach. We'll see you Monday. Thank you. you. Have a good rest of the weekend. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. That's head coach Scott Weber with the uh, Mama Throws Gold Titans. We'll we'll put a capper on this one. We'll come back with the uh, McComb-Morton game here on AM 1330, FM 95.7 WRAM.